Hi all, and welcome back to Clementine, where we are healing the world one slice at a time. Today we're going to dive into what it means to be healthy and well, or what health and wellness truly is. Disclaimer, health and wellness is different for everyone. As I said in my introduction, there is no one size fits all. My motto is a loved body is a healthy body, and I firmly stand by that. Health and wellness is like a spectrum that accommodates those who seek it. Now, I find it easiest to think about health and wellness in parts, so we're going to organize this a little bit. And there are many parts to being well, so I'm just going to break down the major ones for today, and hopefully in my later podcast we can talk about some further ones, alrighty? Now, I'm excited about this one. My first one is emotional health. Emotion is something that is at the very core of what it means to be human, guys. I mean, we feel everything. Even if you try to say you don't feel anything, you feel everything. And I think that's special. We're so very vulnerable as people, and it's something that I've always found to be quite beautiful, especially if you're very sensitive and maybe a cancer like myself. You might understand me a little bit better. Uh, Vulnerability is, it's a gift that some may have more of an issue accepting than others, but it's still a gift nonetheless, and that's okay to be vulnerable it's it's going to require a lot of trust and that's not just trust for others but for yourself not to take your emotions or others emotions for granted in emotional health we find the roots of our emotions and worry less about prevention and more about feeling we have to just feel i uh i wrote this quote a while ago it's sit with your girlhood feed it consume it And that's how we should treat our emotions. We sit with them and we feed them and we consume them. That's a weird way of putting it, but it's true. Worrying about prevention just clogs the process. Now, we have to allow ourselves to feel emotion, every emotion, and see emotion and perhaps express emotion when necessary. Expression can be mapped out differently, and what works best for you might not be evident until the emotion arises. I used to think me getting angry was better when I suppressed it and just sulked by myself, but that's not true. That's not true for me. I have to work it out. I have to either work it out at the gym or talk it out, scream it out, throw a pillow it out, but I've got to get it out. Suppression doesn't work. I thought it did, but it doesn't. And emotions are tricky like that. You think something's going to work until that emotion arises. And that's okay. Because emotional health requires us to be responsible with our emotions. And I know that sounds tricky. Because sometimes we don't even know what we're feeling. And it doesn't mean to gatekeep our feelings. But it does mean to have some emotional intelligence about knowing when we're impulsively hurting others or ourselves. Now, that might look like a moment of rage against another person when you truly don't feel anger but sadness, or even if you do feel anger, that person didn't cause it. We have to act maturely in order to allow ourselves to express, and sometimes that's difficult. Emotional health doesn't really require us to have all the answers or even be able to map out where exactly an emotion comes from and where it's going to take us, but... It does require us to be gentle with ourselves and to hold ourselves accountable for what we allow our emotions to make us do. Now, this gets really deep for me because I I love talking about this thing called the enormity of feeling. And 
We'll touch on that later in the series because it's very dear to my heart. But I will say my girlhood has been founded in the enormity of feeling. I just feel and feel and feel. And that's what, that's what emotional wellness is for me, is feeling and feeling and feeling. And for some, it's feeling and then sitting with it and then feeling and then taking a break from it. I have to feel, constantly feel in order to be well. And that's how I know I'm unwell is when I'm not feeling anything. But that's not for everyone. And I drive that point home. It's not always for everyone. Now, since we've talked about emotional health, I find it very pertinent to get on to mental health. If you listen to the introduction, I'm sure you know my stance on mental health and the health and wellness community, and it's, it's welcomed. Truly. Now, mental health is it's pretty widely talked about and sometimes very widely ignored. But I find it very important when talking about inclusivity and health and wellness. There's significantly less resources for people of color experiencing mental health issues or concerns, and that's probably because of the stigmatized idea that people of color aren't allowed to feel emotions, let alone be depressed. That being said, mental illness is really stigmatized, and even more so for people of color and men of color. Now, mental health is so important because the mind dictates so much in our lives. It, it dictates how we think we're perceived, how we perceive ourselves, how we make decisions. And it's so important to make sure you are mentally well to make decisions. Now, our minds aren't well sometimes, and that's okay. But when they aren't well, we find ourselves dragging through life, not really taking it in and not really knowing where it's going. Mental wellness can be super difficult at these times, and oftentimes it's really hard to take a step back and say, well, what makes me mentally well? What makes me mentally unwell? What would be mental wellness for me? For me, I don't really know. I'm still exploring. I know that when I'm not compartmentalizing, I seem a little more mentally well. I know that when I'm not putting too much pressure on myself to be anything other than myself, I feel mentally well. But some days you're just going to have those days where you don't feel it. You don't know what it means. And other days you might know exactly what it means. And that's okay. Some might experience mental wellness when they take alone time to de-stress and empty their thoughts. Just mind dump, brain dump, if you will. And others might find ignoring their thoughts is better for them which in later episodes I'll talk about the dangers of that. But whatever. My point is, or it isn't, to have a complete clean slate. That isn't the point. But it is to make it possible that we're able to coexist with our thoughts and continue to appreciate them and inspire others in their lives. Like myself, I don't have to always discard my thoughts, especially when I'm doing yoga. The point is to notice them, to sit with them, and notice, acknowledge, okay? Mental health impacts our physical health as well, which is why I'm harping on it so much because it's super duper important that we make sure that we are actually well and not just pretending to be. I'll touch on that in a later episode because that gets super deep, guys. Thirdly, let's go ahead and touch on what, you know, you see in the media the most, which is physical health and wellness. Now, this is super misconstrued in the media, And that is where I got my idea for inclusivity and accessibility. Physical wellness is not simply a skinny model-esque figure 
or yoga or Pilates or soul cycling. Physical wellness is a state in which we are comfortable with our bodies and treating our bodies well. Notice I say treating our bodies well because someday you might wake up and not be comfortable in your skin. But you know what? You will still feed it. You will still stretch. You will still make sure you feel no aches, no pains without at least working to do something to change that. And that's what's important. Because some days you feel like you don't want to be in your own body, but you treat it well anyway because it is yours. The figure of your frame and the tone of your skin and the status of your able-bodied or disabled doesn't dictate physical wellness. Get that through your head. Physical wellness is when we're treating our bodies like a temple. Listening to what it wants and what it needs and what it cries for. We feed it when we're hungry, we stretch it when we're aching, and we rest when we are tired. We don't need a perfect media body to be well. We need our bodies to be at peace with them. You know, we we don't need, we don't need to be perfect. We don't need to to hate it until we like it. We we don't. Instead, we just stop fighting our bodies and we love it instead because it is ours. Being at the best possible shape and physicality for you personally, but not for the world. So if you are are not skinny, but you feel comfortable working out to make sure that you just feel cardio health or just just to get some endorphins flowing, not to be skinny, not to be model-esque, but just to make sure that you feel well. And that's all. That's all we need. That's all we need. To please ourselves, not to please the world, to make ourselves feel well. Because wellness is different for everyone, and that's important. Physical health might be looked at deeper. You know, maybe examine what stresses you put on your body. Are you lifting too many weights at the gym? Are you sleeping wrong on your bed? Huh? Are you, are you, is your book bag too heavy and now it makes you, your back ache? You know, are, are you putting too many emotional stresses on yourself? Taking on too many jobs? doing too much homework, taking too many classes. You know, I'm sure my college kids would feel that. But it's, it's, it's noticing how things affect your body. For example, you know, too much of a good thing, quote unquote, is, can still be bad, like too much exercise or too strict of a diet. It's going to ne- negatively affect your, one's health just as much as too many McDonald's and too much carbonated drinks might have a negative effect on your health. Moderation and comfort is key. And again, being comfortable with your body and noticing when it speaks to you. That's, that's important, guys. You have to listen to yourself. You really do. You know, I know you might be like me and some days you just want to go super hard in the gym. Or some days you want to just go super hard at your homework and get ahead and get ahead and get ahead and be perfect. But it's not, an, it's not the goal in life. It's not the goal in health and wellness to be perfect. Okay, I get really emotional about this because this is something I really do love, guys. And I really, really want to get it across that health and wellness is not one size fits all. So if you aren't a skinny model-esque person, you know, and you you don't want to go on a 10-mile run or you don't want to do some super crazy power yoga, do what makes you comfortable. Or if you're disabled and can't, do a full mat yoga or can't do 
a run. But you can stretch. You can stretch your shoulders. You can release the tension in your neck and your back. You can notice what things you think about that might cause physical pains in your body, physical stresses in your body, and update that. You can be kind to yourself, and that's all. Give yourself a little loving, you know? Um, Speaking of loving, we're going to finally touch on spiritual wellness. I don't want you guys to get a red flag here. I'm not touching on religion. If that's not your jam, that's not your jam. But it does just mean that one is in tune with what their innermost being is feeling. And that might sound a little close to emotional, but that's because they go hand in hand. And don't just only notice what your innermost being is feeling, but make sure you're keeping that energy protected and groomed. I say groomed because sometimes we can end up being the toxic people in our own lives and in the lives of others. And it's just important to make sure your energy isn't being leached on and you're not doing the leeching either. Growth goes both ways, folks. You're going to hear me say that a lot this series. Spiritual health and wellness is it's tricky, okay? It's tricky because it, it requires a lot of reflection and it also can be quickly grouped and dismissed into emotional wellness. I say it's tricky because if you're like me, you don't really like to reflect because reflecting makes you a little uncomfortable. You either feel like you're being too still and you could be doing something else or you're scared something's going to unsurface that you'd properly tucked away. My point is, spiritual health and wellness, is it's important. And to keep your spirit well, you've got to keep engaging and recharging momentums like being solo for a mindfulness sesh or stepping away from a social environment that doesn't make you feel right, that doesn't make you feel well, that drains you. Cutting off toxic relationships or fixing yourself if you were the toxic one. You know, we just have to be careful. You know, for some people, it could be lighting candles. It could be a prayer, a meditation, or just going and sitting in the sun for a little bit. Don't forget sunscreen, guys, if that's important. Our spirits just, they have this sacred divine energy and it's it's really important that we protect it because if it's not then we're gonna feel like our lesser unwell selves you know not to get all hippie on you guys you know i just hope you know this this is making sense i hope this is all coming together because this is very meta and this isn't even the the deepest it goes the the gist though the point is to make sure in all aspects of these different health physical spiritual, emotional, mental. You're treating yourself well. You're being gentle with yourself. You're sitting with yourself. You're feeding yourself. You're loving yourself. You're consuming yourself. Be gentle. Health and wellness to me is gentle. Gentle care. Just saying to my body, you're mine and I love you. You're mine and I care for you. I love you and I want us both to eat well. It's, It's that. You know, so just take your time. Don't beat yourself up because the health and wellness world can feel very lonely because there's not a lot of people that are like you, you know, so just take this podcast in, come back to it whenever you feel like you aren't having the right grounding and you'll be okay. I do hope that all these little bits of knowledge and wisdom have opened your eyes just a little maybe taught you a few things um we're wrapping up here so i'm all i've got to say is 
here at Clementine, we're all about wellness and inclusivity, baby. So we want to educate. We want to educate everybody, you know, and I'm never going to speak on things without giving you guys a little bit of background to work on, you know. The goal is to make sure that you guys are heard, giving a voice to the unheard, and to educate those who have been notoriously excluded from health and wellness that they, too, have a place in this. And it's, it's, it's a journey to get started on. I hope you guys have enjoyed this as much as I have because I get a spiritual recharge every time. As always, stay well.